everybody, Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 118 of Justified Pursuit. Alongside, as always, the good counselor, looking very, I don't know, it's a look I haven't seen before, Chisholm. Uh, the hair is cropped short, and that is a Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I.-esque mustache that you were rocking, man. 1980 called. They don't want it back. They actually like it, turns out. Good, thanks. You're the first person who said that for sure. Uh, especially, <laughs> there has not been a lot of love for the I like the Tom Selleck reference. It is a very probably Tom Selleck esque stash. Uh, so far, it hasn't been warmly received in this house full of women that I live with. Mm. Well, it's there's really only one that matters. Yeah, that one's not a real big fan either, but huh. um. I have you I have a few thrown days. the super troopers term at her yet? She has thrown that at me repeatedly. She's like, You <laughs> look like the guys from Super Troopers. I can't take this seriously. <laughs> like all I keep seeing is the guys from Super Troopers. Well, you know I like a good facial hair bit, so uh yeah. Yeah. What it actually was is I had to go to a refinery uh to see a customer. Refineries generally have uh no facial hair policies. Um, so that you can put on a respirator and it'll fit properly and seal properly, but mustaches are allowed because it kind of does, it goes over it. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, certain trimmed and small facial hairs is allowed. So mm. I, I knew I'd grow the beard back out. Ashley prefers the beard. And so, but my mustache, part of my full facial hair, you know, it, it has to be like grown long enough to like lay down properly. Yeah. Otherwise it just wants to stick because I keep a kind of a, well, you know, a shorter beard. Right. So the mustache just sticks straight out. So my thought was, well, I'll just wear a mustache this week until my beard grows back. So that's where we're at. I got the stubble already started. So we're taking the kids to turkey hunting in like two weeks. Maybe I'll shave my beard off and have a mustache too for that. I can't wait to go turkey hunting, dude. I need yeah. to go turkey hunting. I have two takers. Henry and Stella are each up for turkey slaying. So we're going Sweet. to, uh, I have ordered all of the 410 shells and uh, choke tube for the shotgun. And we're going out to uh, practice this weekend. So, nice. Yeah. Two out of the three kids are down. Um, so we had, we didn't do a show last week. I was out in Colorado, took the kids skiing on spring break, uh, injury free time. Beautiful weather, great trip. Um, you know, Aaron tore ACL on that mountain a year ago, had the surgery, and uh, yeah, she was a little timid, but conquered all of those demons. I was proud of her. Uh, the kids, you know how kids are. They, they're they now out skiing us, so yeah, it was a good trip, though, and uh, two, two families, close friends went with us, so we had a blast, and uh, Mickey didn't take a ski lesson our good friend and figured it out within a day and he was rocking and rolling too. So really never yeah. skied before. Never, no, no one in their family had skied before uh, his wife, Kelly, but she, yeah. she was her and Aaron were kind of going at the same pace by the end of, you know, Aaron's recovering from an injury. And so she was happy to go slow anyway. 
but Mickey was just rifling down blues with me. Uh, like he'd been skiing his whole life by then. And the Mickey trip. must be a pretty good just natural athlete because usually ah, I don't let's not inflate his ego. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we had a good time. Uh, but one on and I told you this in a call the other day, but my dad had to go to the hospital while like literally we're in New Mexico a couple hours from Colorado at that point, and he got back from a trout fishing tournament in Arkansas and had a horrible migraine headache and was nauseous and felt like he was gonna puke and didn't get better over the course of 48 hours and my wife is the closest thing to well, i mean she is a medical professional so they're all asking her what she thinks she what what they should do my sister of course is heading this up and aaron's like you guys need to take him to the hospital uh you know figure out what's going on doesn't sound like a migraine that would have dissipated you know a day ago and he had a history of migraines when he was younger hasn't had one in a long time uh but went in the hospital for like three days they they were released him you know we gave him iv fluids everything went home didn't get any better got worse went back to the hospital and they were like oh yeah he has uh they did a spinal a uh, lumbar lumbar spinal tap whatever that is doesn't sound pleasant but sticking a needle in your spine and uh they figured out he had some kind of um i've heard it called cephalitis or meningitis i think it's more of a herpes virus caused meningitis which is the herpes that are in your mouth. And I've never seen my dad have a cold sore. Like you and I get them occasionally, usually when I'm stressed or when we go elk hunting and the wind just beats your face up for a week, you know, that's when I'm prone to get a nasty fever blister. But he's never had one on his face that I've seen in my life. And I was asking him, he's like, no, I had some ulcers in my mouth the week before. And so I don't know if there was just a certain level of stress that combined all of that, but he was in bad shape for... Like what? He didn't eat anything for almost a week, uh, but got out of the hospital. We we came home, went and saw him after Henry's soccer game on Saturday. Sunday they dismissed him, and he was doing a Zoom hearing on Monday. So I talked to him yesterday. He's back to back to normal. So awesome. God's good because we were all pretty worried when they couldn't. We you know just couldn't figure out what was going on with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good answered prayers. Yeah. Yeah, and you're leaving tomorrow for your grandfather's, is it a memorial service? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what qualifies as technically as a funeral? I mean, uh, we're actually heading down this evening mm-hmm. to, you know, our hometown, Portland. Going to hang out with the in-laws tonight, have dinner. Uh, we have a service in the morning at the, um, let me turn that off, yeah. at the um, retirement community center that my grandparents live at lived at or grandma's still there grandpa passed mm-hmm. have a service for them tomorrow morning and then saturday we'll head to garwood texas this tiny little town near like el campo and wharton that part of the world like it's between victoria and houston that's mm-hmm. where my mom's side of the family's all from uh where they've got their burial plots and um they asked me to I guess it's not a full blown service. I kind of looked it up, like just a graveside, basically just a eulogy. Yeah. Um. So I got to come up with a eulogy in about hmm. two days. No, uh, uh, envy that. Uh, it'll be all right. I could just get up there. I'm sure you'll be fine. But that's like a nerve wracking thing. You're you're summing up someone's life in you know five minutes. Yeah, and it's not like I don't have anything else going on at the moment. 
but this <laughs> yeah. is this should be the most important thing. But you know, you kind of have to take life passing out mustache rides and eulogies. Yeah, that's uh, a lot on your plate for sure. Well, the former it's not happening. But <laughs> let's just let's just play right through that. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> you know what I think we need. If any of our listeners are into audio stuff. We need like a tranny talk. I don't want audio. Sorry. We need a tranny talk sounder. <laughs> like like a little like because we talk about tranny stuff every week. So we need like a this week on tranny talk. So if anyone out there is uh, into that, <laughs> otherwise it'll fall on me to create it. And I will. But uh, yes, let's enroll to- our, our producers. No agenda style. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So any tranny talk ideas. But this week on tranny talk, Chisholm. I don't know if you saw this basketball Victoria, which is a or is Australia states or provinces? Say a province. I think those are actually states. States. Okay, so the state yeah, of Victoria, they their basketball Victoria professional women's basketball league, dude, they are turning a page in the right direction because nobody wants to watch women's basketball. We don't watch it here. I mean, I don't know anyone that's ever. Do you know a person that's ever been to a WNBA basketball game? I don't. No. I don't, and if it's on TV, I boom, fly right past that. I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch like men playing water polo than women playing basketball. And I like basketball. Uh, so, but they have got it, dude, because they are going to allow a biological man to dunk on all of these women's, let his nuts hang in their face while he's hanging on the rim. They're going to get some ratings. People are going to be watching that stuff. This is progress, man. This is great for, for women's basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm sorry, but you're. I love the I, the take and the approach was uh, spot on. You're right. Yeah. It's probably great for women's basketball. May not be good for women, um, but it's probably good for women's basketball. Nuts in your face and butts in the seats. Let's go, woohoo! Australian women's basketball. Uh, so there's tranny talk for this week. I'm sure there might be more tranny talk, but uh, let's go to a classic case of leftist. Did you see to... where Drew Barrymore on her little? So Drew I Barrymore did. apparently I... has a. I don't know if it's a TV show or an internet show. Yeah, it might just be a YouTube show. But she got on her knees and groveled for that Dylan Mulvaney character. I saw that, and yeah. and I like, and I keep seeing it on social media. I don't know what she said. But apparently it was like a Drew Barrymore was being authentic. And then this other lady mocked it or, or well, actually it's a dude. His name's Dylan. He has a wiener. Uh, what I, maybe you can provide more. I don't actually on. know the context either. I know she got in trouble a little while back for singing and dancing in the rain and being called somehow a white supremacist for it. Did you remember hmm. seeing that? Did we talk about that? Drew did. Yeah, I think that was Drew Barrymore. Huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah, but so I don't, I don't know. know how she pissed off the trans community. Um, I guess we could look it up. What did Drew Barry Moore say about Johnny Depp comes up first? Hmm. Trans people. Yeah, but she literally got her on her knees. I saw that. Yeah, uh, I saw it. Uh, just like, let's see. So, w- but it. she was being authentic and this, it wasn't received well. Like, well, I don't know what, what happened here. But it's all over everywhere. And uh, Chad Prather, the uh, right-wing conservative comedian who ran for governor in Texas, he uh, 
he had a thing that said Drew Barrymore was being totally authentic and this woman didn't even cry and she didn't cry because she's a dude. Dudes aren't supposed to cry. She says, I'm still looking it up. I got lots of stuff to get into. If you can't find it, it's not a big deal. We'll just keep rolling. I'm looking at it. I'm just trying to figure out what the point was. Maybe women are now bunch. getting on their hands and knees to show solidarity with a man who lived as a woman for less than a year. Truly the sneakiest trick the patriarchy ever pulled. State Freedom Caucus Network comms director Greg Price commented. Exactly. That's the thing, man. This is so... You want to fight the patriarchy. You want to say that, you know... The, the, that you know, uh, men and their toxicity are dominating. Letting women, men, letting women get their butts kicked by men on every front is like the most. Uh, you know what else it's similar to is like the 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 sexual revolution. So so we've convinced women since the '60s that they should have sex with whoever they want, mm. and what it's actually done is destroyed their lives. Because that's not what women are biologically and, and spiritually programmed for. Who do you think came up with that idea? Sluts. No. No. <laughs> Who? The, Cable. the left, dude. No. Sp Satan would be. Men. I mean well, Satan, yes. Men. Sorry, men were the ones who were like, let's brainwash women into screwing everybody on the first date. Beta male so douchebags is who came up with that, right? Mm. That, you know, as a man, that ruins the pursuit. Like, I would rather chase a woman, which I chase my wife. Right, because you're not a beta male. Which I liked. Right, you're not a beta male. It. You want to have to work for things a little bit. That's right. Beta males... Mm. They know their best approach is to convince women that their their liberty and freedom revolves around putting out, so they don't mm -hmm. have to work for it. Then if they don't put out, then that same guy will just go watch Pornhub in the basement and jerk off, and then he can feel like crap about himself too. Right. That's the sad reality. He's reading something he doesn't like for the listening audience his face is contorted into a very upset tom Selleck. what is going on what are you reading here dude i can't find anything about what what caused her to get on her knees for this person like i don't but the is last whole like last, a woman last... getting on their knees like i'm gonna suck your thing like is that the offensive part <laughs> well, on that note the interview was slammed on social media for promoting gender transitions as well as what many saw as a controversial figure in a notable video, Mulvaney called for efforts to, quote, normalize women having, quote, bulges visible oh. in their crotch area. The last line of the Fox article, normalize the bulge, Mulvaney said. We are normalizing the bulge. bulge. Women can have bulges, and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches while they're, while they're wearing their little shopping shorts. No, I would see it immediately almost vomit in my mouth and just look at something else you can't unsee it if there's a bulge there and it's look it's it's a woman that she's portraying that she's a woman and you see a big old wiener bulging out of her pants well uh how can you really normalize that because every time someone sees it they're gonna be like oh that's not a woman and therefore that's not normal 
because it has a dick. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about a classic case of leftists trying to rewrite history with lies. Of course, you don't you don't get the nickname Lion Joe Biden without perfecting the art. But at 82 and with a brain full of mush, this is actually pretty good. Uh, Joe Biden with Cal Penn, aka you know who Cal Penn is? Yeah, he's the guy from uh, Kumar. Yeah, Harold and Kumar, right? Yeah, yeah. and he kind of looks like Calpin, eight Calpin at this point. But uh, apparently, he his days hoped- in the White House under Obama must have been, uh, you know, they must have been well fed, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, I guess, hosting the Daily Show on some level now. I- totally out of the loop on that. Yeah, they're in between permanent hosts, something like that. I heard about this. Okay, so here's Joe Biden and his gay <clears throat> epiphany, but history. Not really kind to you, Joe Biden. I can remember exactly what my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it, to tell you uh-huh. the truth. And I was, a, I was a senior in high school. My dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car, and I looked to my right, and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building, one looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation. <laughs> And I'll never forget, I turned and looked at my dad. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. It's simple. No, I'm not joking. joking. It's simple. They love each other. And it's never been, it's, it's, it's never been, it's just that simple. I can remember exactly where my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it. I was a senior in high school. Quick, quick Google search. And this is through Media Research Center, by the way. Senator, do you support gay marriage? No, Barack Obama nor I support redefining from a, a, from a civil side what constitutes marriage. <laughs> but all the way back in the 60s. Left to the face and people who yeah. practice their face determination what you call it. And I was a, I was a senior in high school. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act. We've all voted, not where I voted, and others said, "Look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that." Boom. So, but you have to give the guy credit because he's so. For him, that was a pretty uh, eloquent painting of the picture of his epiphany, his senior year of high school. He's got to have some pretty great handlers to get that moron to articulate this big lie that he was spewing on the daily show. I was super disappointed. I heard about this yesterday as I was traveling home. Um, I was super disappointed because I was listening to Megan Kelly and she had these folks on from the, uh, from national review who I've talked about before. National mm-hmm. review is this 60 plus year old, 80, whatever it is, year old, you know, conservative magazine. And they're all pretty well anti-Trumpers or never Trumpers. And Charles CW cook, whose last name is spelled the same as my name. And I'm near positive. Somehow we're related. Um, he's this, uh, immigrant from the UK that is now a, you know, American citizen and talks a lot about gun rights and, uh, is an is an impressive thinker. Um, he said he pointed this out, and he he said, you know, he, Joe Biden is a pathological liar. He goes, of course, so is Donald Trump, and, and Trump is worse. 
However, that doesn't excuse Joe Biden. I'm like, why are you? Why are you? Bo- why are you bothering to play that narrative? Yeah, does Donald Trump lie? Yep. Does every other politician that's ever served? Yep. Can you say Joe Biden is definitively less of a liar than any of them, including? No, no you can't. Because I don't think the man's ever said anything honest in his life of public service, which is now nearly half a century. He is a con man through and through. Like, I was so aggravated, I just want to write that dude off entirely. It's like, stop bringing Trump up. Prosecute the situation at hand. This jackass is the president. This jackass is destroying the country. This jackass is lying about a lifetime of beliefs and public statements. Trump is irrelevant. Irrelevant. Entirely. And as for his stupid little story, I just don't even I just don't even care, dude. Like <laughs> he's full of it. He's senile. These idiots were sitting there saying that they think he's got the best shot of winning in 2024, whether he runs against DeSantis or uh Trump. And I'm like, what world are y'all living in? And why are you saying that if you're a conservative? Like uh, But here's the thing. Idiots will vote for him again. They'll be like, oh, DeSantis is the new Trump, and we can't have that fascism in the White House. They really think that. Trying to protect your kids is fascist. And in that same interview, Biden called what's going on in Florida sinful, and he was referencing the bills passed. Called it near sinful that we don't want to be chopping the, you know, mutilating the genitalia of, of minor children in Florida. I read that, and I was like, I'm sorry, what is sinful? Protecting children or mutilating their privates and giving them gender blocking or or uh, what are they? Uh, yeah, gen- hormone blocking medicines that we also use, by the way, in third world countries to essentially castrate sex offenders. This is ridiculous. One, one is a sin. One seems like if God was looking at it, he'd be like, Ron DeSantis, what you're doing here is pretty righteous, my brother. Thank you for protecting my children. Yeah, well, in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and Satan spit uh, scripture at him to try to convince him. And, um, you know, Jesus had to battle back with the proper scripture for the moment. Um. This is what the what evil does is they use you know even religious terminology and manipulate and twist it around like we've always said this is what social justice warriors do right they they prey upon emotions from you know some fragment of reality this is what Karl Marx was doing et cetera et cetera all of which I have I said this yet hmm. so I I came to a realization recently. What do you think the Antichrist is? Uh, well, I mean, biblically, Satan is the Antichrist, right? If well, you no, because in Revelation it says that it sort of portrays it as like the Antichrist will come. Oh, yeah, okay. So and if you've read the books, uh, what, what were the... It was like the books I read 
it's probably the last series I read before Hunger Games, where I actually really got into a book series. What was it? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, which was which was it was about this? It was like a like your your description is. You said the book series you read before Hunger Games, and yeah, I know what you're you talking about. Like <laughs> you've given no more. You keep color. talking. I'll uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, okay, so what I'm getting at is a lot of people like to look back and say Hitler was the Antichrist, and that began uh, the beginning of the end of days, right? Or maybe more recently, Saddam Hussein, right? Mm -hmm. I have, I think I talked about how I see Revelation in two ways, right? In one way, I see it very metaphorical as like kind of a, a story that is the repetition of the Bible where, you know, evil like comes forth and it rains and then, and then, and then a revival comes, Jesus returns and and puts it back in its place. And then that keeps happening. And that happens in the soul of every human being and as well as in society. But I simultaneously believe in a more little literal version where one day mankind, as we know it, will face the true end of days and the true, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, apocalypse. Well, the, um, darn it! Where the where the souls are sifted and the non-believers die. The it sounds like the apocalypse to me. But if well, there's another yeah. word, I don't know. <sighs> Maybe it'll come to me. My point is, it's like a it's like a metaphor and literal. It's like a microcosm and a macrocosm, right? Like every human soul is facing the end of days. Every human soul will have periods where you know the devil. Where did you go? What happened? I don't want to hear it. My computer uh, was plugged in, but <laughs> technically it's it's my kid's machine, and uh, we have been having – we had to get a new charger for it recently. And it's so, okay. They're also – for the audio guys out there, we, you could also have a, uh, a new sounder where it's just Chisholm's weekly audio F-up. You know, we could play that too. So, uh, yeah, y'all get creative with that. We need two things. We there need seems to be a similar talk and problem <laughs> with where the device plugs in. The port seems to be shot, similar to what I thought was going on with my mic a few months ago. Uh, well, the screen is it, cracked. There's tape on the corner. It's oh time to gosh. get them a new. What are you guys for? Come on, get them a new. Get the kids a computer that works. Dude, it's only uh, like two years old. They just they're kids. They beat the <laughs> crap out of it. It's disgusting. So. Back while to my you point. Were, while you hold on, while you were having your weekly audio meltdown, uh, I gave me an opportunity to call my sister, who, as far as like brains go, she know she never forgets anything, whether it's movies, books, it doesn't matter. The series I was referencing was the Left Behind series. Gotcha. Ring a bell? Did you ever read it? No, I haven't read it. Oh, it's a great series. It was from the early two thousands. But and anyway, the Rapture, the Rapture was the word that I was Rapture. Like. There we go. Which is probably relevant in the Left Behind series, right? It is. Yeah, that's what I figured. Right. So yeah. back to the point. I look at the story of Revelation and the concept of end of days as applying both to like the individual human spirit and the society at large. And it's a tale that kind of repeats itself, but it's also going to be something that's going to happen definitively at some point. So the Antichrist, it occurred to me, is not an individual. It's not specifically Saddam or you know Putin or Biden, for that matter, uh, or Trump, or Hitler. This the Antichrist is the spirit of evil. So you're right. It's basically Satan, right? Mm. Um, 
But in modern, I do think the Antichrist is among us, and actually, so does the Pope, for whatever that's worth. But I think it's been among us since 1851 when Karl Marx wrote the Communist Manifesto. Because the Communist Manifesto specifically requires the abandonment of God, which we've de detailed and discussed, and replacing God in any higher power with the state. And he describes religion as the opiate of the masses, and he acknowledges that if you have a higher power to which you seek shelter and refuge and provision and authority, then the government, that's in the way of the government, right? So it has to be, it has to be gotten rid of to achieve socialist utopia, right? Keep talking. So, what? 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 I'm just gonna. I need feedback. Cable just got up and left, and I'm the one who's always jacking things up. You better leave all this in there. Anyway, <laughs> I can't say what just happened because it would make me look like like I have more money than I really do. The housekeepers. The housekeepers got here. Oh yeah. yeah, aren't you privileged in 2023 with skyrocketing inflation to have a housekeeper? Uh, Definitely yeah. don't well, tell my wife that. To anyway, every every other week, you know, it's uh, keeps my wife sane <clears throat> and keeps me from having to scrub toilets. So you guys do have money. two incomes, so good for you. Back to what I was getting at. I believe that basically everything that 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 that, 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 that the that the Antichrist has been upon us since the dawn of Marxism. Because it's specifically anti, not only anti, you know, God, but it's specifically anti-Christian because it's an ideology that is based on vengeance and not grace. There's no denying that. Mm -hmm. From them all the way to the modern day social justice warriors, the Antifa BLM types that are trying to burn this country down and have no good idea of what to replace it with and who are making, you know, white people kneel in the streets for the sins of maybe their forefathers, although probably most white people in this country didn't actually come from a lineage of slave owners. Right? Even all of if that they is, did, who cares? It's, all not of that is it, it's irrelevant if they came from a lineage of slave owners. You see what I'm saying, though? It's a vengeance ideology. It's not a grace and love ideology. It's a vengeance ideology. Yet, they claim to be the ones who are open-minded and loving and compassionate, right? So Meanwhile, is, hey, you uh, black guys get in your black dorm over here and you white guys get in your white dorm over here. Right. And let's go back right. in time. 70 years. Right. Separate but equal. Right. We're making so, progress. Let's so, slam it in reverse, guys. This isn't working. Actually, it was working out pretty well. I think when you and I were in college into our early 30s, I think that was probably the best time in American history for race relations ever. Yeah. We were making yeah. progress. So it's an ideology slash a spirit of evil that has gripped at least half of the world population, it seems, uh, because there's a big first, vacuous... First world population. Third world countries don't have the same views as us. They don't. Go to a third world well, country. You think they're because, worried about that crap? They're worried about what are they going to eat tomorrow. They don't care. Because there's a big vacuous hole in their souls where God belongs, right? You, you tell and, them that a, 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 a someone with a penis can be a woman, and they laugh at you because they know that doesn't put extra extra kids in the family and more workers in the field like, no that 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 can't be right true so getting back to although communism is pretty popular in these third world countries because because it agitates against people who don't have enough right or it agitates it riles up the masses who you know you know who who definitely want to seek a you know a better and more plentiful life right but getting back to what biden said of calling it sinful what florida is trying to do to protect children 
the other person from federal from the from the National Review that was on with Megan Kelly, um, the Scottish lady whose name I'm blanking on at the moment, she pointed out how interesting it is that the secular left uses religious language in what is actually their own secular religion, right? This leftist wokeism, as we've detailed, is a religion because it's clearly not something that can be proven by rational, logical, observable, you know, science. The idea that there's no such thing as men and women and, you know, a man is a woman if he says he's a woman, all this stuff, right? It's all nonsense. It's all, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's got religious undertones. Of course, there's truth in actual religion, divine and given by God. There's no truth in their religion. So it is the anti, the, the idea, the ideology, the philosophy, the, the mind virus, like grip that it creates and the people that then take all that forward and corrupt our society. That is the antichrist. Mm. They do use religious terminology throughout it and religion even getting on her knees like to pray to a trans person like being drew barrymore like that's you know it, or to offer her services to a trans person <sighs> to the bulge to the bulge uh do you know who lewis uridel is no U- ufc guy i think is uh yeah he's a i think he's a fighter someone can correct me if he's not but i'm pretty sure that's his claim to fame anyway he's a pretty conservative dude has a, a good social media following he put he put a pretty damning tweet out and i'm just going to read it because it's so spot on to put it into perspective like this put 10 men and 100 women on a deserted island and come back in 100 years and you'll find a thriving society of men women and children but 100 trans women and 10 men on a deserted island and come back in 100 years and you'll find the skeletons of 110 men <laughs> Dude. It's called science, idiots. Can we just mic drop it on that? I, as I told you, I've got other stuff to, that that love it. Nailed it, Mister Eurodollar dollar or whatever you said. We, we got, we have, you got five more minutes. We got, All right. we have Jamie Lee Curtis winning the Oscar over Angela Bassett for best supporting actress, <sighs> and everyone reacted and said that Angela Bassett should have won it out of equity because right. she was black, not because she was a better actress. Literally, headlines everywhere. That she should have won because she was black. Um, San Francisco wants to give every black person five million dollars. And I texted you the other night. I was really pissed off about this. I might not make five million dollars in my lifetime and work my ass off. And I have nothing to do with what happened in the 1700s. Who, which, by the way, and this is the, the thing that you can't say that it was black people that sold black people to white people. That's what happened. So. I don't want to hear it. You know, I, I really don't. And it may be callous, but $5 million. And we've talked about reparations before. I'm not against it, but $5 million. What is that? I mean, and California is completely bankrupt, off, operating on a uh, a deficit from their annual fiscal budget. And they want to give out $5 million in a state that never, here's the ironic part. They never had slavery in California. Right. Yeah. So that made me unhappy. Uh, four-day work week, Chisholm. Have you seen this? No. Well, I've seen so, some stuff kicked you, around. You think that know. we have? You think that we have a really hard-working, just grinded-out society to, in in twenty twenty-three? Is that is that the feeling you get when people can't get folks to show up for work despite pay increases? Uh, do you feel like that? Because I don't. 
I feel like everyone's lazy. The government keeps incentivizing them. And this is from, of course, it's from California. Uh, Democratic Congressman Mark Takano has reintroduced the 32-hour Workweek Act, which you would get paid the same, but you would only work four days a week. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Well, do, do these people not understand economics, dude? Because no, no, be, because they don't. somewhere table. No, the answer to your question is no. They who does do that not. affect? Well, it affects the company. And where does that redirect to you and I, the consumer? We'll have to pay more because now we are working less, dude. but we're paying the same amount. If you even believe that utopia is possible on this planet, then you don't live in anything close to reality. Right? Right. They just they don't live in reality. Mm. Nothing mm. applies. Budgets, money having to come from somewhere. Let's just print another trillion dollars and send it to Ukraine. Who cares? What do you do? We're already bankrupt. What are you talking about, dude? Mm. Of course they don't. They don't mm. understand eco economics. They don't understand basic biology. Correct. Correct. How could they be expected to understand how to manage a budget if they don't understand that you know male genitalia means man, female genitalia means female? In, on this topic, and I don't know if it'll pass, but a Texas congressman has introduced a bounty hunter bill, meaning basically if you see anyone performing drag in front of children, you turn them in. And I'm really not, you know, it goes back to 1984 where the children are turning in the parents for, for thought crimes and stuff. Which came straight out of Stalinism. But this isn't a thought crime. If you're flashing your bulge in lingerie, in front of children, I'm all for a, uh, a drag queen bounty hunter bill. Hope it passes. Just Hope not it a passes. crime. It's a crime crime. Right. Here's, here's my bulge in your face. But you you know, you could see that if you went to the uh, women's basketball league well, in Victoria. So I heard on a different show this thing going on in Florida right now where DeSantis is stripping the liquor license from a Hyatt that hosted a children's drag show Good. where a you know biological male with you know implants rubbed his rubbed his fake breasts in a child's face good god the person i was listening to was tim pool was like so all they're losing is their liquor license mm. it's already illegal to do that desantis pointed that out why is nobody going to jail for this dude the left never goes to jail they never held accountable for anything ever that's the reality. It's a double standard. It sickens me. Uh, last thing, and then we'll let you run. Um, have you heard the... You you said earlier in the show that that guy was like, well, Biden maybe has the best chance to beat either Trump or DeSantis. And by the time he's done, what would he be, 87, 88 years old? And he already has no mental faculties to speak of. I think... I, and you mentioned this, dude. You mentioned this over a year ago. Michelle Obama... I've seen, I've seen, I'm seeing headlines. I'm seeing little bits and snippets here of, hey, maybe we'll bring back a former star who fits all of the, uh, all the bills. She's black. She's a woman. If they run her, dude, we have to run a black female as well. Like, I don't, I mean, we just need to do it. We, ha it's just like the voting thing, dude. Like we have to start playing by their rules or we're never going to win again. So let's check the boxes. Let's find. We actually do have a lot of good candidates, unlike them. Uh, Winsome Sears would be a good one. I would be happy with Candace Owens. And I don't know. There's uh, who? Who's the uh, Condoleezza Rice? Any of them. I don't care. Throw one in there. 
Let's get some of those votes on the fence. And if it's all about equity and inclusion, then let's have some of that on our side. The funny thing is that um, there are those people within the Republican Party and they go on MSNBC's Joy Reid show. What's that gentleman's name from Florida that became Byron Donalds, I think? Yeah, Byron Donalds went on Joy's show and she asked him if he's just an equi- just a diversity, basically just a right-wing diversity hire. And it's like the president of the United States told us that he would be picking you know, black women for federal positions, which is in complete controversy. You know, it, it's a, it is a violation of the civil rights act. Um, so, so he had yet again, right. It's the left projecting what they're doing onto the right. And that's just like when they say it, it's okay. And when the right maybe does the same thing, which I don't, then you're an uncle Tom. Yeah. He's an Uncle Tom, and the right is is uh, you know playing racial racial politics. <laughs> Sign me up for racial politics, then I don't care. They'll be like, "Well, you're gonna run the Aunt Jemima here." That's what they're gonna say. You're giving me the cutoff. Is that because you need to bounce, or because you don't like the conversation? Yes, that's weak, dude. That's weak. We wade into controversial stuff on this show. I know. So you're just gonna hang me out to dry here, because I said we because I said we should actually run a black woman. I said I, that we should we should adopt the same voting policies and practices that they do because it's not gonna turn it's not gonna change. You think that they're gonna back it up and we're gonna we're gonna change that for the better? What's not gonna happen? I believe in promoting the people who are the most competent and capable. We all believe that, but you know what that's getting me? Joe Biden is my president when he's an incapable moron. Yep. So I'm trying to like live in reality. I'm trying to bring you with me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to take this country. We need to find some sponsors. We've had um, supposedly twice this week over 300, nearly 400 downloads. So well, that's great considering we didn't put out a show last week. It's and, really oh, weird. I don't understand it. We apologize too for the show that we taped two weeks ago finally aired this week. And that was just because of uh, we had an issue with our hosting provider, had to re-migrate everything to a new server. So apologies for that. We'll be back on the straight and narrow. And uh hope that you are rocking that mustache when we meet up in Turkey Camp in a couple weeks. Um, I'll have facial hair for sure. But there may be a beard surrounding it by then. Come on. Ashley can deal with it for a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I had a feeling you would. All right. That's going to do it for episode 118 of Justified Pursuit. I'm Cable Smith for my partner who laid out on me, Chisholm Cook. Thank you, guys. And we will see you next time. He's still laying out. <laughs> he usually has like a funny one-liner to go here at the end of the show. He's going to lay out on me again. All I'm right. trouble for this. <clears throat> yeah. See y'all later. You know you'll never see. So play. Let the blind man play. Let the blind man.